This is Awakened Talk Radio, giving you the tools to guide you on your spiritual or metaphysical journey. I'm your host, Dr. Candace Maiden Green. Welcome to Inspirational Monday here at Awakened Path Radio. As always, you can visit us at www.awakenedpathonline.com to keep updated on our shows and everything else that's going on here at Awakened Path Radio. That website again is www.awakenedpathonline.com. Today, our guest is Jeff Jones. He has expanded the context of addiction to families as a focus of skill building and practice in an online community that develops social capital and expands potential solutions. At the core of the community is a three-phase program that empowers families to safeguard their loved one in an addictive cycle of re- or recovery while they engage in a process to stop the addiction cycle in this generation. It is learning the three phases and integrating them into interactions, which increases resiliency and allows for addiction in the family to be an opportunity for transformation for the whole family. Jeff Jones, it is a pleasure to have you on Awakened Path Radio today. Wow. Well, thank you very much for having me, Candice. I I appreciate it. So tell us. I mean, we, we gave you this wonderful introduction. So tell us what led you to your current work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I, um, I, I feel like I've been on this path all of my life, quite frankly, because I'm doing what I'm doing because addiction is in my own family. Mm. And I... Um, s- I experienced its trickle down from my grandfather to my mother to me. And then when I became a professional, I saw how the focus was on the person with the addiction. A lot of the services are for that person and families are um, more of an afterthought. And so I have spent a number of years um, focusing on how can families be more a part of the solution than pushed off to the side in the bystander role and, you know, be negatively labeled and et cetera. Hmm. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, what entails the uh, three-phase program. Yeah, well, the three-phase program is something that I came up with several years ago. And just within the last couple months, what I did is create six online family groups for the, for the family caregiver that kind of leads to the whole family healing three-phase program. But the three phases are recognize and then resource and then realize. and You know, the idea behind that is to have a um, space where families can heal together the, you know, kind of the way this has done, this has been done historically is, um, 
you know, the one with the addiction goes one way to one group and the, and the family, um, they have the choice to go to some self-help groups. Often it's like Al-Anon for the family and AA for the individual with addiction. There's other groups, of course, and there's other methods but, um, and Al-Anon is essentially for one person in the family, generally the caregiver. So, and, you know, just because of my own experience um, with my own family and living with defensive coping mechanisms for like 40 some years mm. and doing my own work to, you know, learn new skills that, that really led to my own transformation, I, I kind of thought like, why not have a um, online thing that mm -hmm. families could engage in, they could look at themselves, get a, a lot of information, get on the same page, mm -hmm. and have the opportunity to have ongoing facilitated meetings for everyone in the family, regardless of where they lived, as long right. as they have internet connection. That's the beauty of online. You've reached oh so many more people. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a different model and it's a complement to just about everything that I see out there. Mm -hmm. And I, I know in the treatment center world, um, a, a lot of treatment centers will have family programs and that family program could consist of any, anything from a group mm. a month or a couple groups a month to a, a week-long family program. But the reality is, after that, how do they integrate what they learned to be able to change what they're doing? Mm. And so um, I think that's a very, very important part of it is to have a space for family members to practice skills that they learn, assuming that they've learned them, you know, in a family program or something mm -hmm. like that. Now, what has, what uh, is the inspiration behind this three-phase program, uh, using it as part of what you've already done? Yeah, well, the three-phase program is the first thing that I came up with, um, and that was probably three or four years ago. So I have done intervention, and I do the kind of intervention that is um, like ongoing family meetings. It's in invitational, and the meetings continue for like six months or so. So there's a contract and, you know, really the three-phase program, the vast majority of families who have taken advantage of this are families that I've worked with in an in intervention. Mm. And, you know, it seamlessly flows into this three-phase program. Mm. Um, and, you know, generally families don't see where they have a problem, right. you know, right. and, historically, um, 
it's like families have been negatively labeled, like um, they're, they're just enabling, they're part of the problem, or actually they are the problem. Right, or they're dysfunctional, right? Oh my God, yeah, just, just dysfunctional, they're mm -hmm. codependent, they're mm -hmm. this, they're, they're that. It's like how many people are, are going to raise their hand and say, oh yeah, that's what I want. I want to, you know, fix my enabling. And of, of course, when we define those behaviors, there's a lot of that going on. Mm. That labeling repels family mm -hmm. members. It mm -hmm. doesn't really invite them into a process. Right. Right now, do you see uh, do you see any challenges of uh, with um, in long term? Excuse me. Do you see any challenges in long term healing? Um, and if you do, why why are these challenges so prevalent? There are many mm. challenges in long term healing, mm. and I I I mean part of it is like historically the way we have seen addiction, the way we think about addiction, um, and so much of the history and residual about addiction. And of course, there's like, you know, public policy and the way things play out there. And, you know, as with everything, money is a very big part of this. So there's huge amount of obstacles and really what I'm trying to do is to create a pathway to provide opportunities to look at addiction differently and become more a part of the solution. And I actually see addiction in the family as an opportunity for everybody's transformation, mm -hmm. not just one person. Right. And the energy that is associated with the word addiction, sometimes it can be heavy. So that could also probably be a repellent to some people who want to experience healing that, I mean, this societal society puts such a negative, negative spin on the word addiction and, and that probably could hinder some people from getting the healing and the help that they need. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in 1987 or the mid 80s, ad addiction, the definition went to um, a chronic relapsing brain mm. disease. Mm. And, and, and there were some good things that, that came out of that, but there were also things that el eliminated a, a larger picture of what addiction is. You know, be, be, because to just know that addiction, it's a brain disease, like, um, if I'm the one with the addiction and you're my family, it's going to be real easy for you to look at me and go, yo, dude, just, just get your brain healed. You know, um, we, the family were fine kind of thing. And, you know, I look at addiction more as like addiction disruption. Sure, there's one person at the epicenter of that disruption and absolutely the brain is impaired but there's so much more going on every every like these relationships in the family they're they're all impacted right. and stressed you know the continuum from stress to trauma kind of thing um and then what are the 
coping mechanisms and the resiliency that individuals in the family have within themselves to deal with that impact. Right, right. Now, um, what, I mean, it, it, I know it must be terribly hard sometimes and so challenging to work with families, especially when they may not be cooperative. But how, what keeps you going? What keeps you uh, inspired and um, willing to continue <laughs> to work with families? Wow, Candace, I, I love that question because <laughs> that is the truth for mm. me. Um, you know, I just got back from a four-day addiction conference, mm. you know, the annual addiction conference in Colorado and, you know, about a thousand people down there. And I was one of the speakers and I was mm. one of, you know, of four days of three or four speakers all the time kind of thing. There were two programs down there that had the word family in them. Mm. So, um, what motivates me and keeps me going is that I know this is a problem. Everybody knows this is a problem. No one has really figured out how to integrate the healing into treatment for the individual. And I think largely it's because of money, you mm. know, um, it's, it's hard to figure out how to get paid for this. And mm. I, I, that's not something I just read in a book. I, I know it's hard mm. because I'm experiencing that. Mm. And what drives me is, you know, um, I'm, I guess, an out-of-the-box thinker mm. kind of thing. I know this is important. Um, and I'm, you know, looking for partners and people who also know this is important to collaborate with, to um, grow with. So um, I, I know that addiction is changing. Actually, even with professionals, like there was a program that I just saw um, with a gentleman, Robert Weiss, and he just wrote a book called Pro-Dependence, mm. which is, um, you know, he's really um, questioning. The book is for addiction professionals and therapists. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's really, like, ig acknowledging some of the damage that that word has done. And there's a lot of professionals that use that word. And, and there's, Candace, there's a ton of good information there but there's assumptions and like codependence is yeah. not in, you know, the DSM five. It is, it, it is not pathologized, you know, mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's like un, under this is love and heartstrings and, you know, um, and people are stressed out and it's, it's like, um, you know, people are caught up in circumstances beyond their ability to healthfully cope. And so their help, their helping demonstrates nothing more than a normal and healthy attempt to remain connected to a failing loved one while facing extraordinarily difficult circumstances. So that's kind of how I view family members as opposed to, oh, you're just enabling, you're just a codependent, like you really need to work on yourself kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, especially at the first stage. It's so unhelpful to hear 
like you you're the enabler you just need to work on on yourself mm. that's like hey these people have huge problems they're trying to save their loved one right. and even if they're not going about it in quote unquote the best way they're going about it in the way they're going about it and right. it so yeah i'm 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 just raving and raving <laughs> but you're doing great work jeff you're doing great work so if, if anyone listening right now would like to reach out and get in touch with you, how might that they do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my website is www.thefamilyrecoverysolution.com. And right now I'm, I am putting a lot of energy into that website to make it three different levels, like a free level that addresses people who are in like the worry stage, mm. um, the concern stage, the crisis stage, mm. the intervene stage, the change stage, the integrate stage, all leading to whole family healing. So I've, I've, I've put quite a bit of energy into the website. So there's a free level, a group level, and a coaching level. Very nice. Yeah, and, and, and people can make an appointment of, of my time, connect on the phone as, as well, and that schedule is on the website. So what's next? Do you have anything coming up, any workshops, any other talks or, or things you're planning on doing in the near future? Um, yeah, I um, don't have any more talks. Um, my, the majority of stuff I, I do is online, but mm -hmm. really where I'm headed is I made some connections at this four day conference with some, um, treatment centers that I want to follow up with. And I, I want to partner with them and mm -hmm. really, um, collaborate through a process to where I can really support um, the treatment process in a, um, esteemed treatment center. Mm -hmm. So that's the direction I'm going. And I am always open to like, um, speaking and radio interviews mm -hmm. like yourself. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for Our pleasure. checking me out. Yeah, yeah. Candace, the other thing I want to say before we end is mm -hmm. I really see addiction in the family as potential for transformation, spiritual transformation mm -hmm. for every individual mm -hmm. in the family. And so yes. that's my long-term vision. Mm. It's a very good vision. And what's your website one more time for our listeners? Yeah, www.thefamilyrecoverysolution.com. Well, Jeff, it was such a pleasure having you on Awakened Path Radio today for our Inspirational Monday. And I would just like to encourage you to keep doing the work that you're doing. You're helping so many people. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. joining us on Awakened Path Radio. Please 
check us out at www.awakenedpathonline.com. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green, and you are listening to Awakened Path Radio, giving you tools to guide you on your spiritual or metaphysical journey. Namaste and let the game. 